In this video, we sit down with Mike and Alicia Hernan from the Messy Family Project. And let me tell you, if you are looking for inspiration, reasons, ideas to develop a mission, a purpose, a goal for your life, for your marriage, for your family, wow, do they have incredible ideas and insight. So all that and more is coming up next. Today, we have Mike and Alicia Hernan on, who are the founders of the Messy Family Project, here to talk about the family board meeting. So Mike and Alicia, welcome. It is great to be here with you. Yeah, thanks so much. <laughs> so can you, I am super curious, can you give us a little background of how did you guys start the Messy Family podcast? Like, what did that look like as you guys were in the beginning stages of the Messy Family Project? You know, actually, when you say that question, the first thing I think of is, well, how do we start the Messy Family Project? Well, when I was in college, I looked across campus and I saw this guy and I was like, you know what? He's kind of hot, you know, <laughs> that's really where it started. Okay. Let's be honest. Like that. <laughs> we just celebrated our anniversary. So yeah. how, how, how many years? Just 28. Wow. That's so that's awesome. awesome. Okay. Yeah. All right. So that's when it all started. Yeah. 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 So that, that's really when it all started. But if you want to know how that's our vocation story. Yes. yes, exactly. That's our vocation story. But um, so after, so we have 10 children and somewhere, I think after the 10th child was born, I, well, I, we have 10 children, but I also come from a family of 10. So I'm the second oldest of 10 children. And so when we would get together with siblings at holidays and stuff, I think probably around when Claire was born, they, they were all much younger than us. Right. And so they were like in the like three kids under five or five kids under 10. And, and at holidays, they would just be asking us questions like, how do you get your kids to sleep through the night? And how do you make time for each other? And, and then finally one of them was like, you guys should really do a podcast. <laughs> and I was like, what's a podcast? <laughs> Step one. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So anyway, but it was really their encouragement. Um, and you can hear like, at the beginning, our, like our first like three or four podcasts where we kind of like talk about that. We're like, yeah, this is probably just like my brothers and sisters, listening, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but anyway, but so then it just kind of grew from there. I mean, and really what it was uh, on our heart was to do something together. So we had done right. um, mm -hmm. marriage prep together early in our marriage. We had served, we had done a couple, you know, Bible studies, different things for, uh, for couples, but really being in the throes of having lots of kids uh, kept us very focused on the home, which is right. Right. Um, yeah, but sure. we also had it on our heart when the time was right to go out and serve again. And this was just our small little thing. Uh, but mm -hmm. one of the things I think that was important to us uh, was that we wanted to make sure it was it was accessible to anybody, you know, that mm -hmm. it was messy. Right. And that's one of the reasons we use the word realistic. You know, it's like <laughs> yeah, yeah. we don't want to create this this false image uh, of what mm -hmm. family life is. It, it is crazy. It is yeah. sometimes messy. It is, you know, all these things. But it's in that mess that it's really we found joy. It's in yeah. the life lived honestly uh, that that we find the greatest adventure in this life. Right. And and I think that in talking to a lot of young couples, I find that there's a real disservice that is done when we paint as, you know, Pope Francis actually talks about like this idealistic mm -hmm. view of marriage and family life that is yeah. like unattainable. And, and I feel like, that can happen very easily. Um, 
in the Catholic world, like not on purpose, but like one uh, young couple we were talking to, they said, they were like, we feel like the church like paints this huge, like beautiful vista. It's like a mountain range, you know, the, of oh, yeah. marriage and family life. And you're looking, you're like, oh, that's so beautiful. They were like, but meanwhile, we're like, so where's the first foothold? Like, where's the trailhead? Where, where, I get the vista, but, and so really that's what we try to do in our ministry is kind of like give like, okay, here's the first step. All right, here's, here's the next step. And when the podcast started growing, I remember looking at those numbers and being like, who is listening to this? <laughs> so because we're very bad at marketing ourselves. We're very, very bad. But um, for the past three years, we've been blessed to do this full time. So it went from kind of being a something on the side, like a ministry, a part-time ministry, to really to being our our full time employment, um, and we love it. We love it because we we love the couples that we're serving, and we love just sharing our lives and sharing the joy of the gospel, really, and living yeah. Catholic family life. Yeah, I I think you bring up man such good points. Um, two things that I really want to touch on, or maybe just kind of pull the thread and and see what unravels. The the first one is uh, just the importance of of the messiness of of the realness. In sometimes it's. Uh, it's hard on when Instagram or, you know, so many of these things that show just paint oh such gosh. a perfect picture. Right. And that's, that's all people are, are experiencing. Um, and, and I, I laugh in thinking about the messiness, like we're the messiest family we know, because when you go over someone's house, right. People like clean, you know, so, but then you come back to your house and, and life is messy. And so people just don't, they don't get that, um, that interaction that they don't, they don't get that understanding that, no, the the there's beauty in that messiness. That's right. Um, That's so I don't know any 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 thoughts on that. Well, so so oh, yeah. a, re a recent <clears throat> a kind of a recent uh, idea here is that you know we don't invite kids. You know we just celebrated the holidays. We don't invite kids in to bake cookies with us because we think it's going to be clean or it's going to be really efficient. Or that's like my personal purgatory is baking with children. <laughs> Anyway, so that's why this is a good example for us. Yeah. <laughs> but but we, yes. we do it not because we right. think it's going to be, you know, perfect or it's going to be, you know, that this efficient way. We do it because of the relationship. We do it because we're trying to train and form in spite of the fact that it's a little messy. This is where we create community. This is where formation Traditions happens. This is where, yeah. yeah, all of that kind of family culture. Allowing the child to serve the family and, you know, and yeah. I feel like part of everything that's happening. And, you know, there's so many different reasons and efficiency and cleanliness is not one of them. Yes. <laughs> and, 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 but what, what is it talking about, right? It's, a, it's talking about getting into the messiness of our own lives. And when we stand out and we, uh, you know, I, I worked in politics for a number of years and they would say that a politician's in trouble when he starts believing his own press releases, you know, <laughs> <laughs> and, and, but, but sometimes we present this image on Facebook and Instagram, the Pinterest perfect Photoshopped image Mm -hmm. Are we being honest with ourselves? Because God knows us. Yeah. Do we know ourselves? Yeah. Are we starting to believe that false image we're putting out there? And it yeah. also creates this barrier, like you're saying, uh, Drew, just with other families. Like, hey, am yeah. I the only one struggling? Almost right. nine times out of 10, when we share with folks, one of the first things we say and say, just so you know, we've been there. Or right. we're not alone. And then there's just a sigh. There's just a weight that's lifted from people. Yeah. And mm -hmm. I think that is, that's what, what community is all about. And real community real is, community, real yeah. community is about yeah. being candid and honest and seeing us in our ups and downs. 
um, and, and having the uh, the courage uh, in your marriage, in your family life, in your community to say, hey, this is what I'm struggling with. This is what I'm going right. through because we all have stuff. It's just mm-hmm. a matter of have we dealt with it? Have we worked through it? Are we honest about it? And I think that too, mm-hmm. the, the point of community is also to know that things do get better. And so when you have community with yeah. people who are a little bit ahead of you, sure. you know, or like at all different stages, or even who are younger than you, because then you can remember, um, you know, just certain things, certain challenges. And you're like, yeah, I, I do remember that. But also to have hope that, you know, you don't, mm-hmm. everything is a phase with kids. Yeah. Somebody, another older mom told me that once. Everything is a phase. And it's so true. But when you're in it, you don't feel that way. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. that's why it's so important to have those realistic conversations, not so you can just like, wallow together, you know what I mean? And just like stay down the dumps and feel like a victim. But instead, so you can be like, you know what? You, if When you have somebody who's a little bit older to just say, you know, things get better. Yeah. Yeah. It's tough. It's tough. And, it, and it's important to know that, yeah, this is hard and it's okay that it's hard. It's okay. Yeah. yeah. You will learn through it. And you can do this. Yeah. I think that that's such good points. I, there's so much there on the friendships that I really value are the friends that let me come into their house and see the mess. Mm-hmm. Yes. I really value being able to speak to couples that are older who are like, oh, they'll, they'll sleep through the night. It'll be okay. <laughs> and also to speak to the first time mom who's trying to figure out breastfeeding. And I just remember like the stress of that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh yeah, that was so hard. Now it's really easy. And like that exactly. element of exactly. learning and watching on both sides and having that hope mm. and that importance of having people come alongside of you in that journey. And so thank you for your podcast. Yeah. Thank you for that resource uh, to be able to speak into the messiness while I'm cleaning the mess of the kitchen uh, and I'm able to listen to it and be reminded that I'm not alone on this journey. I, a quick story. So we were at Chipotle uh, the other day and and we've got, we are the three kids under five. And, uh, and so it's just super messy, right? There's like cheese flying everywhere. Drinks get spilled. We've got to go to the bathroom four times. And, and, and as, as we're walking out, this dad who has like uh, high school kids that was kind of on the other side, just kind of leans over and he goes, don't worry, it gets easier. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it such like a... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You. you know, just, <laughs> just the encouragement. It's so, so true. Even from strangers. It's, that's yeah, right, it's seriously. Awesome. <laughs> um, okay, so, and then um, the second thing that you guys talked about was was kind of this vista or or this, uh, you know, this image, this vision of, of what marriage could be. And so could you guys talk a, a little bit about why is that important um, cause mm. oftentimes I feel like, especially in young couples, young parenting, we just get bogged down with the day to day of just trying to get tiny children to survive. And, and we, maybe we lose a little bit of that, uh, yeah. that vision. Yes, that is an excellent point because one of the things, so we tell, we tell couples when they do our courses that you can, you can play a little drinking game, you know, and just, and, and take a drink every time we say intentional, <laughs> <laughs> Because I use the word intentional a lot. Um, and I think that the reason that that beauty of family life, like what the church paints for us in Familiaris Consortio and Amoris Letizia, you know, in, or even just in the lives of the saints, the reason that that's important is because we have to have a goal. Like you have to have a goal. I think a lot of families today are just, can be floating along, you know, um, there's two kinds of families, all right? So we've had yeah, the opportunity right. to 
to look at lots of different families throughout the years, right? And relate to them. And there's two kinds of families. There's families that live for pleasure and there's families that live for purpose. Ooh. And I think today there's a lot of families, even Catholic families who have a lot of kids who may be still living for pleasure in the sense that they're just waiting for that moment when all the kids are in bed and so that they can just like collapse, you know, or they're just waiting, they're just trying to get, they're just trying to survive. And so they give mm -hmm. the kids the phone or, you know, or they're just putting the kids in front of the TV or they're just trying to survive. We as Catholic families have to do so much more than just survive. We have to live for purpose, okay? We have to be living for purpose and living for purpose is keeping that vision of Catholic family life in front of us. And so we can be making goals to, to get there. Yeah. And I think that that's probably the, the pivotal distinction um, is when you, you look at it and say families that are on purpose, what do they have? You know, they, they have a vision of where they want their family to be. They understand what the mission is for all Catholic or Christian right. families, but they also have a particular vision for their own family. And they may be, have some anxiety. They may have some stress. They may have even some fear, you know, about Absolutely. where they're at right now or the future for their kids. Are we good enough? Are we doing it right? Mm -hmm. That's still present. Yeah. Still present. But they don't let that stop them. Right. They mm -hmm. don't let them stop them from moving forward. And they're, they're not always looking for the next entertainment. Now, we, we, we love watching shows and you know, <laughs> streaming stuff. I mean, that, that's not what we're saying. But it's like, you know, you, you don't We don't live, do that to escape. We don't use that yeah. purpose, whether that's the purpose in our marriage or whether that's the purpose for, oh, we're looking, we're, we're, we're working just so we can have a break and not, mm -hmm. you know, do anything and sit around and everyone be on their own screen. You know yeah. what I mean? That's yeah. not what we're living for. Right. So that, that's that's a big that's a big part of of uh, one Catholics uh, and Christian families understanding this is what the church's mission and vision is. Mm -hmm. But God is inviting us to go even a, a one step further and say, what is your vision? What is your yeah. unique purpose? So there's a right. universal and a particular that I think is really kind of fun, which kind of leads into. And, and to be clear, like, I don't want to knock leisure in any sense of the absolutely. word. That's absolutely not what we're saying. But what we're saying is that having that time of leisure, but doing it purposefully, doing yeah. it to be refreshed and renewed so you can come back into the battle, you know, yeah. doing it so you can um, build your relationship with your children. And so it's not necessarily the things you do, but it's the motivation of why you do them and, and what your purpose is, as opposed to mm -hmm. just living for pleasure and surviving. Yeah, I think one of the things that um, we've worked on a lot and, and after listening to you guys and talking to you guys of um, of that intentionality and, and building the family culture, something that I've been really convicted of in my prayer and with my spiritual director is, is the fact that the, yeah, you can either be intentional or you can be influenced by the culture. And mm -hmm. guess what? The culture, like our present culture does not want you to get to heaven. That's like. Right the devil also has a plan for you. That's right. And so, and so I, something in inside of me just has this natural disgust for being manipulated, for being um, influenced, like in, in this way that I don't have a say in that. And so, so I think more and more, we've just been convicted of um, no, if we are the going to have to be the ones that sit down with God in prayer, making, a goal, making a vision, like we are going to have to build this culture for our family um, if we want to build saints and get to heaven, because 
the current, like just, just doing the status quo, right. Just, um, just binging Netflix and eating Doritos on the couch, like it all day is not going to get us to heaven. So how are we going to do that in our family? Yeah. And I think evaluating the fruits too, you know, Alicia, you said it doesn't matter necessarily what we're doing, but I think at some point of like evaluating, is this helping me to be a better mom? You know, when I take we a mother's day Sabbath and it's in our schedule and I take the day and I go, do I come back more refreshed or am I more distracted? Yeah. Do when I watch a TV show, am I relaxing actually, or am I coming away with a headache and then I'm tired the next morning because I stayed up an hour later than I should have? And you know, so all of those like evaluations of is this feeding, you know, when I'm looking at doing stuff with my kids that's building connection in that recreation versus is it building just frustration and dissonance? And that like reality of also looking at that, I think is so important in building a culture that is healthy um, in our schedule and in, in kind of those practical mm-hmm. yeah. thoughts. Yeah. And, and, and with that, you know, it's like, there's, there's even just what you said. I mean, it's, it's the reality that we all need to live a more reflected life, you know, kind of yeah. looking at where are we at? We're evaluating ourselves and a Christian looks at it at least heavily based on the fruit looks on it. That's a discernment of, of you know, where are we at? Yeah. Is it bearing fruit for my marriage? Am, am I more invested in my vocation? And are we in our relationships more united or more fractured? And these, these yeah. are, these are moments of discernment as parents to evaluate. How are we doing? Cause you know, mm-hmm. we, we, we know the concept of culture, but are we being intentional about the culture we're stewarding in our home? Are we right. looking at this? And it's a, it's a new year, right? And this is a great time for us to really kind of evaluate that, to really look at our culture, look at our family and saying, what are some of the key pillars that we have in our home? What are the traditions and the rituals, if you will, yeah. the habits of the home and saying, are they leading us towards God's vision, towards you know the, the, the greater unity in our marriage and our family lives? And I think you guys have a great download on your website and I will link it below that helps people walk through how to develop a family culture. And then you guys have taken this one step forward with the idea of a family board meeting. Could you explain a little bit about where that came from and what that looks like in your yeah. marriage? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the family board meeting is something we are very excited about because we really think that it is a, a transformative tool. Um, for couples. So when we say family board meeting, we don't mean the whole family, right? But you, if you look at like your family is like a corporation and you and your spouse are the board, the board you know, that run that little corporation that is your family. And so- Heard in Family Inc. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and so you and your spouse have to come together and um, evaluate how you're doing, um, make goals for- where, well, actually evaluate how you're doing, but then cast a vision for where do we want to be? You know, where are we going? And then make the goals that you need to get there and then discern priorities of like, cause you can't focus on everything. And so, okay. So what is our first priority? Really very much the way that, um, that really good businesses run. And so we kind of draw a lot of like from uh, best practices and businesses and goal setting and things like that, but all from, the standpoint of being a Catholic family. And it is so important that Catholic families are intentional about building their family culture. And then if you're not doing something like the family board meeting that you start doing it, (laughs) because (laughs) 
one thing that we tell families that I really want people to believe, I want the couples who are listening to believe this, that the Catholic family has what the whole world is looking for. We do. We have what the whole yeah, world is looking so for. And the world cannot afford for us to not take that seriously and to just live for pleasure and just survive. No, if we have the truth, how are we going to live that? And you need to really think about that. And so, and it's easy to say you can live intentionally, but what we found is that couples were like, you know, again, looking for that first foothold. Okay, but how, how do we do it? And so we mm-hmm. came up with this tool and we talked, we have two different podcasts about it on our website that you could find. I think you can just probably just go to our search engine on our website and look for it. But we have two podcasts where we talk about it as well as a download um, for the family board have a meeting. worksheet to help couples mm-hmm. walk through this. Yeah. And so we kind of started there, but then we realized, you know what, we really should make this into a course. <laughs> And so we're actually doing a free webinar January 28th um, that anybody can come to. And then at the end of the month, at the end of February, we're actually doing like a paid course. To kind of mentor and walk with couples. Right. But uh, last year we had a little over 300, uh, I think, couples that did it live with us for this webinar. And um, it, it's simple when you do it. And then, right. um, but, but the, the reality is, is that we've been doing this for 15, 20, Yeah, like we've been kind of years. doing it on our own. <laughs> and yeah, then, yeah. Like before the ministry and everything, it was something mm-hmm. that we did ourselves. And, but now we, we actually were just talking to a couple a week or two ago who have been listening to us for like six, seven years. And they they are been married six or seven years, so they started it from the beginning of their marriage doing this as right. a regular annual event. Now it's more intense when you do the first year, but it becomes easier as you mm-hmm. go. Um, but they were they, they were sharing some of the fruits of this, and it was just like they said, "We've always desired this, and now we're actually seeing it come to reality." Not every goal we have you yeah. know comes to pass, but one of the things that they took away was we really wanted to have date nights. They have a mm-hmm. weekly date night. And their kids mm-hmm. actually, and it's often a date in inside their mm-hmm. house, but they actually Good. have their kids because they set it as a goal. Um, or maybe they're not married seven years now that I said that, but they've been They married. must be married 10 years. I think yeah. they have seven kids in 10 years. They have a lot of kids. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. But they have their kids helping out with the date night, you know, and they right. made them nice. in the culture. So anyway, it's just like yeah. there, there's Aww. so many beautiful fruits uh, of, of the process of being, yeah. you know, going through the family board meeting. Something that stands out to me and and something that, you know, we really dove into after we had talked to you guys previously was uh, was kind of the idea of dreaming, of of setting a vision. Um, yeah. You know, we 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 are, I would say, very intentional in, in the day to day life um, of building those habits. And I think the military does a pretty good job of uh, setting you up to form habits and, and drills those into you. Uh, but something that we hadn't really done in a while was, was to dream big. Um, yes. because, because in the military, it's like, well, they, you just go where they send you and, and yeah. like, that's just the obedience and the way it is. And, yeah. and then, and then you kind of make the best of it once you get there. Um, but very rarely have we sat down and gone like, no, what, is, what is God calling our family to? Mm-hmm. What, how are we, um, what is our purpose? Like our meaning in life? How are we going to, um, use this life in order to glorify God. And so we, we just kind of started asking a lot of those questions. And then even um, things really started to uh, to become clear where 
um, you know, we start we started looking at some of these desires and like, oh man, wouldn't it would be so cool if we did this or if we lived here or you know if we started this ministry and stuff. Um, and but then as we started to be to become on the same team with kind of our mini family board meeting, we started to realize that okay, those there are awesome desires, but some of them are are the ten year plan or you know like are not super feasible right now. Yeah. But it's still good. It's still good to realize that no though that is something that's on your heart on our hearts and that we can work towards but it's okay to say like right now might not be the best time for our family mm-hmm. to accomplish some of those and having that clear communication with each other yeah. I, I think when we were on the phone with you we had like a a disconnect moment where drew like came out and was like my dream is to do retreats and i was like oh my goodness what gave me the most peace was that we didn't have to go run a retreat next <laughs> to me because we can do our digital coaching right now and realizing right. like sometimes to communicate like oh but my long-term goal is one day to do retreats yeah it's not while i have three under five but <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. reality yeah. right that we can get there and um i think structure like what you guys provide in helping couples break down the different categories. And then also in some ways, like what's this year and what is your five and 10 year mm-hmm. type right. of goals. And and what I, one of the things that I love about doing the family board meeting with other couples is really mm-hmm. affirming um, the different perspectives that spouses bring, because sometimes, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously all of us are forming families from two different perspectives, right? And you can see that, oh, oh, it's bad that we have differences. No, it's bad that we, you know, are coming from these different places. Why are we so different? And we want to say, like, no, 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 it's so good. It's so good because the reality is that God is present in your unity. God has brought you together. God has created you. And there has never been a marriage like yours in the history of the world. You know, when you think about that, like there's never been a marriage like yours and there never will be a marriage like yours ever again. Yes, you are irreplaceable and unrepeatable. And so Mm -hmm. for couples to realize that if you have someone who really loves to dream big, yes, you got to go there. You got to let that happen. And then you have somebody who is very like, okay, this moment, like this next Mm -hmm. step, like do the laundry Mm -hmm. tomorrow kind of thing. (laughs) <laughs> that is absolutely important too. And you just have to find the way that you can communicate with each other and that mm-hmm. you can respect the differences of the other, recognizing mm-hmm. that to really have a dynamic family, you need both of those. Right. And mm-hmm. I just I, I just love affirming differences in couples, but helping them see this is how you can communicate and work together to build mm-hmm. something that is irrepeatable. Unreadable, irreplaceable. All of the above. Yes, all of the above. Yeah, and I I think, man, it it seems like uh, very much, you know, as we have this discussion, there's there's just a beautiful theme of of beauty and love, but also truth. It's Mm. it's the vision, but also the practical. Um, And man, and so much of our our society misses either one or the other. Um, You know, we we get bogged down in the day-to-day, but then we forget to dream. We forget that God gave us those desires and they're beautiful. Um, Or, you know, sometimes we just have our our heads in the clouds, but then we don't know how to take the first step. We we just, it's analysis paralysis, or we just don't, um, we don't have the courage to just go, okay, that is the vision. Um, Mm -hmm. 
and I don't know how to get to the mountaintop, but it's, we're going to figure it out. You know, the first, the first thing is just to take the first step. That's so true. <laughs> and what, what, what we've seen just in this is this, that it really, it's something that is, you know, you, we create a, a children together through our marriage, mm-hmm. but we're also being called to create what, what does God have for us? I mean, you already said this, but it's just like, there's something so powerful about this. The, the, um, I, I just recently read this homily that Dietrich Bonhoeffer, you know, so mm-hmm. the, the anti-Nazi, you know, mm-hmm. uh, he was a spy, you know, Protestant pastor, very pro-Catholic or at least friendly to Catholics. But he wrote about to his niece who was getting married. And he says, the love and the romance between the two of you is a private thing. But when you get married, this is now a public affair. You're stepping into an office. And I don't think I fully appreciated that when I got married, that this was an mm-hmm. office of service to the church and the world. Right. Yeah. And, and, and I think we need to own this, that when we get married, we're now, you know, being sent out two by two. And the first yeah. are the children, the fruit of our love. But yeah. that, that spiritual fruit is, is, is tangible in these kids and first and foremost, but it's also about a whole big world that we need to share mm-hmm. through our family, with our family, but also even, even beyond that. So the, the mm-hmm. two of you together, um, it would be so much simpler if, hey, you just did what I wanted to do. Yeah. But together, <laughs> we're actually going to come up with what God wants because this, right. our, our, this is our greatest spiritual director. I have my own spiritual director, <laughs> but... She is my greatest counselor, my greatest coach, yeah. my greatest encourager, yeah. but she's also the greatest challenge and you know, support and in so many different ways. And I for her, right? Mm-hmm. And, and this together is how we're supposed to do this. Right. And it's not mm-hmm. her way or my way. It's it's our way. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. what the family board meeting endeavors to do is create this deeper sense of unity of mm-hmm. what we're called to and mm-hmm. see how you truly complement each other mm-hmm. and that's yeah. like in your own giftedness your own values but also what are our shared values what are our shared mm-hmm. vision and mm-hmm. the family board meeting really uh walks you through a, a five-step process to really yeah. walk couples into this very very united vision mm-hmm. and a united goal so that you can end up with hey this is what we're doing right now how do we make this a reality today mm-hmm. And one of the, I mean, there's obviously a lot of lies that the world gives and a lot of distortions regarding marriage. And Mike mm-hmm. kind of touched on one of them. And that is, is that your marriage is about the two of you. The marriage is about your mm-hmm. love, you know, that this is yeah. like a fairy tale becoming a reality, you know, and all mm-hmm. of these kinds of things. And that's, that's not true. That that's mm-hmm. not true. You don't get married in private. You have to have two witnesses to your marriage because this is a public thing your marriage is not for you your marriage is for the church your marriage is for the world right and the church makes it really clear in marriage preparation and even in the vows itself Mm. is that yes your marriage is about solidifying your love and the bringing forth of children but it is also your vocation this is your path to Mm. holiness and how are you going to serve the world and i think Mm. that we as catholics have to start living that truth and mm-hmm. bringing that truth into the world and how we live and in the decisions that we make and how we, and how we serve in the church. Um, yeah. With that. Oh, I think that's so important there. Oh yes. The <laughs> temptation for us to just circle the wagon. I think sometimes, especially when the fires start building and yet like 
what is going to pour even, I think, more grace into your relationship, into your marriage? What we saw was when we started serving and coming together as a team, that that radically changed our relationship from a complacency and selfish, like a receiving to a giving. I mean, you become everything when you are a true gift of self. But this idea that when you know, we love the St. Catherine of Siena quote that says, if you are who you are supposed to be, you'll set the world ablaze. But if your marriage is what it's supposed to be, it'll set the world ablaze. And I think often we forget that part. And then in the comparison culture, which we talked about earlier, it can get easy to say like, oh, well, when I look at this, like, no, like you, your marriage is unique and has unique gifts and has a unique mission. And to be able to go away for the family board meeting mm-hmm. and almost, I would say, throw your phones in the trash, but <laughs> the, like ability to just look at each other and go, yeah. what is our vision versus mm-hmm. what is all these accounts on Instagram saying yeah, yeah, my vision right. should be for my family? Um, is mm-hmm. such an important part. And I love. We actually just did it last night too for fun, but the you start the family board meeting often affirming. Mm-hmm. What are things that like you see and like actually just intentionally giving each other a list last night of five it was just like so connecting yeah. in the reminder of we are a team in this and where we've been. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What uh what are what are some of you guys' favorite um stories or, or just moments of working with other couples through the family board meeting? Yeah. Yeah. You know, we get, um, a number of families who come to us are families who kind of feel like they're drowning and, (laughs) and for lots of different reasons, um, big families, small families, but the example that I'll give, I I think Mike is, I I think I know what he's thinking of, but, (laughs) um, but for my example, they, the couples that I love talking with are the couples who come and say, you know, we have seven kids. Um, you know, our oldest is just becoming a teenager. We, our house is too small. My husband works really hard. I'm homeschooling all the kids and we are, we are just drowning. We don't even know, you know, what we're doing. We're just trying to live this or just teaching, whatever. Yeah. And, um, and those couples, I, I love talking to them because I really want to help them to get out of this victim mentality. Mm-hmm. And so I'm thinking of like one uh, couple in particular, I think they have eight children and, um, and they're a beautiful couple, but they were so discouraged. They were just mm-hmm. so discouraged and mom was burned out and they weren't connecting. Mm-hmm. And to be able to walk with this couple through the family board meeting, through our course, and then, and then they actually became members on our member site and to be mm-hmm. able to continue to see them month after month, you know, and, and getting together and making time for each other and to really become mm-hmm. that family fully alive from going mm-hmm. from a place of be, of drowning. And now I'm not saying that I'm not drowning sometimes too. I'm totally, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I do experience that, but the difference is the mentality of I'm mm-hmm. a victim. I'm out of control. I don't mm-hmm. know what to do. I'm in despair. Where is, you know, where is God? Where is this happening to come from saying, you know what? Yes, this is really hard right now, but I'm going to lean into God's grace. Lord, what do you have to teach me right now from having laundry that's out of control? Lord, I, I accept that laundry as, you know, as, as a, a, a source of holiness for me, you know, and to really start living intentionally. And the a lot, the, one of the big things that we talk about 
in the family board meeting because you can't prioritize everything is to have um, order of priority, taking mm-hmm. care, of your, care of your health, <laughs> making sure that you are sleeping and eating and do what you have to do to make that happen. That is such a huge issue. But then after that, taking care of your marriage, like mm-hmm. making sure that you're taking time for each other, you know, and then after that, then it's taking care of the children. And then it's looking at, well, what are their needs? And honestly, couples who just even get those first three things, mm-hmm. it's transformative. It's actually transformative. And then after that, we talk about developing giftedness. And then after that, family operations, running the house. And after mm-hmm. that, then it's everything else. Yeah. And, that's, yeah. and it is important that you get those things in order, mm-hmm. because like we were saying before, the world needs you. The world, mm-hmm. the world needs you. And sometimes there have been periods of time in my life where, like you were saying, you know, sometimes we just have to say, okay, all I can do is the family right now. Like it's taking all of my energy just to take care of this. And so we would pull back from all ministries. I wouldn't even mm-hmm. make meals for other moms. I was like, I can't. I, I, I keep forgetting. I keep forgetting to make these meals or bring them back, you know? And I know you moms, you've all been there. You made it so and you're like, oh, shoot. I can't get you <laughs> but there was a period of time where I was like, I can't even do that because I just need to take care of this right now. But the mm-hmm. point is, is that I'm not going to stay there forever. And I recognize yeah. mm-hmm. my motivation for getting my priorities in order is because mm-hmm. I do know that the world needs me and needs my family and needs my marriage. And so, you know what I mean? It's just like kind mm-hmm. of like choosing wisely where you're spending your energy at different yeah. points in your life. And when we've been able to walk with couples and help them get those priorities so their families can be mm-hmm. for their community and for their children and for each other, really what they're being called to, I mean, that is that is such a great, um, it's a great joy. It's a great mm-hmm. joy for us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, just another story, don't wanna go too long, but um, <laughs> there's a, a couple who came to us who I don't think they knew this on the front end, but as we walked through the process, they realized they were on two very different pages um, on um, how they were protecting their kids, how they were forming their kids in light mm-hmm. of the secular culture around them. And they just and, had two kids and they had mm-hmm. two kids that were in Catholic school and they were kind of like a very a wealthy family. And, and, and so they were, they were, the, the, the wife was super concerned um, and didn't know what to do about it, was frustrated. Mm-hmm. And the dad was kind of saying, yeah, I, I'm concerned, but it, that's just life in this mm-hmm. day and age in 2021, 2022. Uh, this is what what's happening in our world. Mm-hmm. And um, and so, but, but then as we kind of just walk them through, well, this is the mission of the church. Mm-hmm. This is what you guys have uniquely defined as your vision and for your kids. What do you want your kids to look like when mm-hmm. they're getting married in their 20s mm-hmm. or whatever? And um, I said, so, so how does that align? You know, we weren't forcing anything on them. We said, how does what you're doing today line up with that bigger vision Mm -hmm. with the values that you've already defined? Mm -hmm. And there was a conviction that came and a deeper sense that, okay, you know what, if their physical health was in jeopardy, like we believe their moral life and their spiritual life are in jeopardy. Mm Wouldn't we do anything? They would, yeah. Yeah. Whatever hospital they would, they would mortgage their house. They would do, you know, whatever to save their. Mm. Is their spiritual and moral life on that same level? And they were like, "Ouch!" (laughs) And so it's like, but but it's (laughs) investments today, right? Oftentimes Mm -hmm. we don't spend time 
to stop and think about that. You know, we're mm-hmm. just trying to keep things going for today. Right? <laughs> yeah. Parents are often shooting from the hip and putting out one mm-hmm. fire to the other or shuttling kids around depending on the age, you know. But the board meeting is a time to just take a pause. Let's tell what happened. With yeah. that happened. And, and so at mm-hmm. the end of the day, the, the couple got they back to us. us. They emailed yeah. us like a week or so later and said, um, we're moving. Um, we realized we've been yeah. spent the last two years wow. looking for community, looking for opportunities. Right. And we knew we had a place where they had originally been a number of years mm-hmm. ago. And they're like, we know there's strong community. We have friends yeah. and family mm-hmm. can support us who share our values. Right. And wow. they had the freedom to move. Right. And and I think that wow. that's, it doesn't always end up with that, right? It doesn't always go yeah. there. Right. But yeah. it's, it's about connecting us with the... The call of Christ, mm-hmm. also your unique, uh, particular vision uh, and values that that are that are part of what it means to right. be, you know, your family. What it means to mm-hmm. embrace. What it means to have mm-hmm. your unique identity. And what made us so happy about that story is that if that couple had not come to the family board meeting, they would have. And their their kids were like young teenagers. They would have just kind of kept going and just kept yeah. putting out fires, putting you know, exactly. Kind, yeah. of just kind of like managing what was right in front of them. But when they mm. stepped back and they were like, wait a minute, what are we doing? What do yeah. we want for our kids? That mm. gave them the insights and God, his Holy Spirit could come into them at that moment. And united and, them. Too. And united, mm. them. Yes. united them and help them to see mm. this is what I want for you. And you're not a victim. You, mm-hmm. yeah. you you do have a choice. And, and so funny, it was, it was really enough, on that us. same family board meeting. Oh yeah, <laughs> was was couples we could connect with where they wanted to go. Who, right. Oh wow. Oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so cool. oh. Like overlaps. Wow. Yeah. Oh. yeah. You're like, oh good, we'll connect the two of you. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. And then you try to accomplish your goal. <laughs> yeah. It, it um, one thing that uh, really stands out to us, I think, in in our own life through the family board meeting and and as we work through Catholic couples and coaching them is when, when you become awake to your values, when you get really clear with, with your vision and where you want your family to go and what your family um, considers important and and how that relates to God's plan for you, then you start to realize that there's um, you don't have congruity in your life. Like your actions probably don't line up with, what your actual values are. So it's almost just the, um, an awakening or like the reflection piece where you start to realize that, man, maybe the way that we spend our time, the way that we spend our money, um, the even just the choices that we make don't really line up with what I want to be, what God wants me to be yeah. in all of that. And, and it's such an important step to just to step back and and to just take a look big picture the 50,000 foot view from your fighter jet of hey what do we want in our life and and is the path that we're leading to the decisions that we're making is it bringing us there that's, that's right. right so that's so important yeah i wanted to know um what do you guys have from your family board meeting for this year as far as the messy family project like what's on the horizon what can our listeners be excited about in the Messy Family yes. Project? <laughs> well, we um, so we did. We we I would say that we're still in process of finalizing everything, right? Sure. But when when we spend time at the end of the year, kind of just praying about, looking forward, 
you guys and what you're doing uh, on YouTube are, are really serving the church. And mm-hmm. we really feel like the, the courses have kind of pulled us into this direction where we really want to do more in kind of video space and, and sharing mm-hmm. things. But what, you know, making courses more accessible, we launched a, um, uh, a new program that we're calling Messy Family University, um, mm-hmm. where we have kind of, it's like the basic Catholic parenting course. The four disciplines of the Catholic family. So it's almost Ooh. like a free family board meeting, you know, because sometimes we found like if people are not familiar with what we do, the family board meeting can be a bit too intense. Sure. And so we're like, okay, well, how, what's the entry level course? Yeah. Like a- <laughs> the, the 101. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So we call that Messy Family University, and we're actually doing that the live course that we do um, in parishes. And so we're oh, slated right now yes. that in four or five parishes throughout the country. We're kind of getting more requests all the time. And so if you want to find a Messy Family University course, we'll have those listed on our website. And people, usually parishes are you know welcome other people to come, and then. Um, and then there's a workbook and everything that goes along with that. And yeah. And then we kind of do a virtual follow-up after that. And, and, you know, mm-hmm. a couple of things that we've always been um, happy with that we've kind of just take a, a new refreshed look. So we did um, Cana 90. We started a couple of years ago, a couple's, a kind of reflection through Lent, right? And mm-hmm. so we're really reviving, refreshing this right. uh, for, for this coming Lent. And so we're in the process of kind of going through different covenants and how they relate to your marriage. How do you lead um, as the spiritual leaders in your home? And the elements of family culture. That's also going to be incorporated into Cana 90 this year. And so that's, yeah. our, that are, that's our Lenten program that brings us right into the summer when we do the Pray and Play Challenge, which is our um, our program to get people to pray and play with their kids and to consecrate your family to the sacred heart of Jesus. Awesome. And we have a couple other things, but <laughs> like, you know, a course for dads, like just spending yeah. some time helping dads become more intentional or. Yes. And then I have a course for moms with their preteen girls to mm-hmm. talk about those changes into becoming a woman. It's called women wonderfully mm-hmm. made. And, um, and that's a five week course that's going to be offered along with the dad's course every Thursday in March. And um, because I know that like all of those issues surrounding becoming a woman, whether it's physical needs, um, emotional needs, even spiritual needs can be tough to take time to do with your daughter. Mm-hmm. And so we've, I've done this course that'll, it'll be the third time that I'm doing it um, with a group of group of moms and daughters. And it's so great. Mm-hmm. So, awesome. yeah. Yeah. There's, there's other little things too, as well. That's yeah. nice. Um, yeah, I just wanted to say thank you guys so much for for coming on the show. Um, yeah. I think something something we've been really convicted about um, recently is the fact we just just in reflecting through we're coming up on ten years mm-hmm. worth of marriage and and the ups and downs through that and how um, when we first got married there was a lot of um, marriage preparation type stuff and then there was a lot of marriage crisis stuff but yes. there was almost no marriage enrichment we were looking for for retreats and we couldn't find anything and resources and stuff and um it's been so beautiful to see um your guys your ministry as it grows um and something that has really filled up our marriage and something that i think we really feel called to in just this marriage enrichment to help couples that um they're not you know um about to get married and they're not like about to get divorced, about to get divorced, but there's such a spectrum of, of beautiful young couples that are just thirsty, that are, um, 
are just yeah. wanting more for their marriage. And um, it's why we started the Catholic coaching. Um, and it's why it's, you know, as we we start to look at um, the future of our, our ministry and our family and um, yeah, just really excited about um, doing marriage enrichment. And, and it's, it's beautiful to see that, that you guys have done this and the, um, the impact that it's had and, and almost the, I, I don't know, the inspiration for us that there is a market out there, that there's, there's yeah. people who want to make their marriages better. And yeah. so, um, so yeah, so just thank you for everything that, that you guys have done. Thank oh, yeah. you. Thank so you guys. Welcome. I mean, seriously, it's, it's a joy to be with you, but it's, it's been a joy to get to know you and, uh, yeah. I'm confident in what God has for you. Uh, I don't know what it is, but look at <laughs> you, like, yeah, he's playing, you know, that, that fighter jet is going to be, you know, going far, farther and higher. Uh, <laughs> well, we'll make sure to put links below to your guys's website, uh, to the family board meeting webinar, yes. to just some of the different resources we've talked about through this. I, they're all incredible. And I think that they are such a gift. And so we'll make sure in the nearest social handles as well. So yeah. people please follow, Yes, please yes. listen to this podcast and please work on transforming your marriage. Yeah. And January 28th for all yes. our listeners out there, we will be there. So yes. um, we're super excited for the, the family board meeting webinar. I think it's something that will really change your guys's life um, in a beautiful way, discovering God's plan for you and, and building the unity between you and your spouse to be able to run your your family organization as the, <laughs> as the board. Yes. So uh, again, thank you guys so much. Oh, so, thank you. Thank, thank you, you for having us. It's God been wonderful.